Hi, Arend, welcome. Welcome Hi. to Talking Insights and welcome to Congress 2023 back in, uh, back in the hometown of Amsterdam. How are you doing? I'm doing very well, thank you. Weather is good, so that's a good thing. Yes. To be down here. <laughs> it's nice and cool in, in here, so that's lovely. Absolutely. And um, as we discussed before, it's uh, quite a grand room with uh, a, a, it's a beautiful contrast to the conversation we'll be going, uh, going to have on ag tech. So yeah. can you uh, tell me a little bit about yourself and uh, where ag tech comes into play? Yeah. So, so um, I'm Arendt Rukuk. Uh, my father was a biology teacher. Um, uh, he wanted to be a farmer in the last century. Uh, because he came from a line of, of people in, in, in farming. But his father said, well, son, don't go there because uh, uh, there will be trouble in that sector, so do something else. So that's why he became a, a, a biology teacher. Um, while, uh, while he was studying, he found out what chemicals do to the environment. So I'm talking now in the early 70s of last century. And he was really terrified about that and said, well, we need to do something. So he set up an environmental group uh, back then. Mm -hmm. And I, so this is really the, the, the era that I grew up in. So that's lovely to see in this type of room mm -hmm. that, that things have a line in history. Um, <clears throat> so I grew up in a relatively green uh, uh, environmentalist uh, thing. Mm -hmm. But uh, my mother is a math teacher. And uh, uh, then Steve Jobs came along with, uh, with the computers. And uh, as I was a kid of 10, 11 years old, I loved that technology. So I went into electronics and, and digital uh, stuff, set up my own companies, um, and basically forgot about farming. But uh, later on, and I'm talking now in the 2010, something like that, uh, my father was, was older and he was really frustrated on uh, that we were able to send a uh, a Tesla to Mars mm -hmm. and to grow food on Mars and we're really investing on that sort of things while on the Earth we were doing a very bad job and it was actually getting worse and worse and worse even though there were pro was progress so we, we were talking on the Sundays and you know, always in, in the morning saying well where he said why don't you do something about it you're, a, you're an entrepreneur you know what you do uh, you, you have all this tech stuff and uh, your generation uh, sucks <laughs> on, on, on doing this so do something and i was i was tired of this uh, this discussions with him and so i said well we're gonna do something and i have three daughters uh, mm -hmm. i thought well i have to do something for them so in the end i decided to 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 talk to all kinds of industries to see why they didn't come up with solutions because ag tech is such or ag in general is such a big sector mm -hmm. it's very important for our, our living um, uh, so it's, it's when we're thinking health, it's one thing, but when you're thinking food, mm -hmm. it's way more important for you. Mm -hmm. So, um, and I was talking to all these big companies and they were all doing great things. You know, all the people that were worked there were really into saving the world and do great projects, mm -hmm. but not making progress. Mm -hmm. And that, that, that to me said, well, I, I'm not smarter than them. So how do you, how do you get a, get ahead? So I decided to buy a farm. Uh, and, and set up an innovation center and put my data company in, in that, in that mm -hmm. farm and said, well, let's grow food. End of briefing. Mm -hmm. So everybody went to the computer and I said, well, well the food is growing out, outside. It's not growing on your computer screen. So, so how do you get the plants to grow there? So then, then they, uh, uh, we said, well, let's, let's find a way to do that. And then we started to build a robot really to, to 
to take care of the, the plants and to grow the food which they programmed. And they started to use AI to, to pro predict the growth of the food, to predict what plants to combine. And then things came up like biodiversity. So if you combine plants using AI, you can get a better food quality, you can get better things, you can get a... Uh, you don't need any chemicals, actually. Mm. And we had done had some research done by the Wageningen University, and uh, that showed that you can have 50% more yield per mm. hectare in kilograms when you uh, work with nature mm. instead of against. Uh, mm. So instead of using chemicals to suppress nature, you can mm. use other plants to stimulate uh, uh, micro-ecosystems. Mm. Now, AI happens to be very good at this type of, of things. So, so what I found is that it is possible to, to replace chemicals with AI in producing a food. So that, that's what I ended up in, in mm -hmm. um, yeah, basically yeah. creating robots. So, farming. so with that, because obviously less chemicals, that's good. Yeah. <laughs> it's, it's good for us, it's good for the environment and it helps uh, make make the pastures much more s sustainable. So I'm guessing the quality of the food itself is going to be much higher. Uh, yeah, in, in the long run, for mm. sure, because yeah. the, the contents uh, of food is not just measurable uh, uh, basic nutrients we, mm -hmm. we know of which are on your packages. There's mm -hmm. a lot of other things yeah. in, the, in, the, in, the, in the soil we don't know about. Yeah, we're getting a little bit of a glimpse of what you can do mm -hmm. uh, in terms of, of, of uh, types of species. So when you think about that, the normal uh, vegetable setup that you eat, I don't know if you know how much you, types you eat. Uh, sort of, uh, hopefully enough. Yeah, <laughs> I'm getting my five a day, and yeah, I'm not sure exactly. you've done. <laughs> so, but it's it's like you. you mm. did, what we found out is you eat roughly 120 types of vegetables, just what? vegetables each mm. year as every consu average consumer. Mm. So there needs to be 120 species mm. at least. In the vegetal scene mm. now if you lo look at that and you count in the netherlands alone there's roughly 1500 types of plants that you eat mm -hmm. on top of the soil now in the soil there's a factor five more mm. so when you think about biodiversity mm. in a sustainable food system you have to take care of the soil and what you get what you get from these foods and for example when you have a carrot uh, you, you take some of the the, the nutrients actually the, the, the positive creatures mm -hmm. from the soil, you, you'll, you'll eat that, mm -hmm. and that keeps you healthy. Mm -hmm. So there's research going on right now, uh, which uh, says that to, for the next generations of medicine that we need, we don't need to go to the rainforest. We can actually harvest that from the soils in our own uh, cities now. Mm -hmm. Why is that important? Because we cut down. Mm -hmm. the rainforest and even though and, and we are that type of creatures that we cannot help ourselves but do that yeah. now if that's the case and i want to survive then we need this type of technology to basically not just find the food but also find the medicine Absolutely. Uh, that, that, that's my well you can i think you can feel it a little bit that's <laughs> a little bit of my drive to do this. I was very passionate Absolutely. so um now let's uh, let's get into the cool bits the robots uh, can you briefly describe uh, what do they do? How do they do it um, without getting too technical? <laughs> <laughs> okay. 
<laughs> Roughly what we did, we, we made a robot that, that you can instruct like you, you instruct a child. Mm -hmm. uh, so basically what it does is it scans where it is using cameras and all sorts mm -hmm. of sensors. And then you can, uh, it has AI to, do, to decide what action to take. So it has 10 arms um, instead of, uh, oh, sorry, uh, you have 10 arms and each arm can provide a certain action. So that, that's roughly the robot we made. It replaces five people. So, mm -hmm. so instead, of, in, instead of five workers, which you cannot find, you have one robot to do the work for you. That's roughly what we make. Okay. Uh, a relatively simple thing. Replace a tractor and replace a weed bed. So with that, when you're talking about uh, replacement, uh, I mean, technological unemployment comes into play. And how would you assure the listeners that, uh, you know, you know, just out here taking people's jobs and uh, away from farming, um, are you helping the farming industry in the Netherlands at the very least? Yeah, it, it, well, well, I think when you're talking uh, fair social deals, mm -hmm. uh, I don't think uh, that the work labor that you have on the field is fair social work. It's all the low, low, uh, low paid jobs. It's, it's nearly slavery. Uh, so we don't have it. So mm -hmm. I'm, I'm very happy that we don't have European people uh, wanting to do this. Mm -hmm. uh, we need to have uh, robots doing it. If, we, if we're talking Audi or talking BMW uh, building cars, there's no workers assembling these things. It's all done using robotics. And we find it very logical. There's nobody complaining about that workforce. So I think we need to liberate farming mm -hmm. in the same way. It's a way more important industry than car industry. Absolutely. And it would make it much more efficient. We can have more food. We people we're up, we're up, would be able to feed more people. And it's not a worry that would be having to go through with so much climate change, I'm guessing, as well. Absolutely. Yeah. Absolutely. What you can do is you can print an ecosystem. Mm -hmm. We do it like that. What you can do with this type of technology is take care of each plant individually, which is normally with the old technology, with the, with the mechanization that we have in the industrial revolution. Um, we were able to take care of a big crop, a big field, uh, which is very lovely. Uh, but right now, with tech we have right now, we can take care of each plant individual and basically create micro ecosystems with, with plants that contribute to one another. And, and uh, that are able, to, for example, to, to hold water when there's heavy rain, mm. hold it in the root system and, and, and giving it releasing it slowly to the, to the crop that you need. That's amazing. Yeah, yeah, and no fantasy, real life right now. We, ha we have the tech, we have the plants, we still have the biodiversity. Yeah. And what a lot of people, I don't know, for me it was the first time last year to hear it from somebody from, uh, from the UK actually, is that, well, we only have 60 harvests left in, in, in the world. So if, we were, if you think climate change is an issue, I'd worry about uh, harvest. So we really used up the soil. Where you, we've used up soil. Uh, look into the Dust Bowl in America, the Great yes. Plains. They weren't there. They were man-created. So if you think about what we can do as, as a, uh, you know, human destroyers, yes. we're able to do a lot of, of bad things. Uh, and we're doing it right now, and we cannot help ourselves. So, so in, um, you know, we, we need to take this type of technology uh, and bring it to, uh, to, to the market. Uh, as soon as possible uh, to help farmers to build companies mm -hmm. that are profitable, profitable, that are integrated in society to prevent that, that 
uh, yeah, I think catastrophe. So how would you say, what, what would you say would be the scalability of this? Uh, massive. You can, you can do this. Uh, but if you think about the timelines, the way we do it, we try to set up a company to, that, that can produce a thousand robots within, within four years, roughly. That's only a thousand. So I'm really hoping for other competitors, and they are, fortunately, they're out there mm-hmm. uh, who, who can join us and, and, and uh, uh, build the other, uh, yeah, 100,000 we need. If you think about tractors in the EU alone, there's, there are 220,000 tractors sold last year just on that time. So if you think about the scale of machinery that we need, it's massive. And, and, uh, yeah, we, the, the tech is early stage. So if you think what we do right now, it's uh, we can roll out. We have projects running now with, with customers, uh, farmers basically, who set their, their livelihood using this type of machines. Um, yeah, but we need, we need to speed that up yeah. big time. It's heartening to hear an entrepreneur uh, asking for competition. <laughs> it's, uh, I think it's a, it's a good, healthy... It's a healthy sign that obviously not only are you passionate about what you're doing, but it's really we are in need of this and it's something that we should be talking more about it. Um, thank you. Thank you for coming on. Um, I'll be seeing your presentation later on. This has been, I've, this is why I love doing these podcasts because this is also an opportunity for me to learn so much and share with you. Um, it's, um, yeah, it's been an absolute pleasure. Good luck with it and I uh, hope thank to you. see and hear more of you in the news when you're uh, <laughs> coming to save the world and uh, helping me have breakfast. <laughs> let's, let's try and right. see you in a, in a bit. All right. Thank you. Bye-bye.